Welcome to the First Comics News Podcast. Well, Look what we have here. First Comics News Podcast, episode 46. Almost to the big five zero. And at this rate, I'll get there in 2024. How is it going, everyone out there in COVID land? Oh, boy. It's been about 11 months uh, since I checked in with you on the podcast. And uh, I've been incredibly busy on my day job, uh, raising a family, uh, working uh, full time. It's been a drag. It's been very busy. I uh, haven't had much time for comics. Uh, I will tell you what I've been doing is buying a lot of older comics. Uh, first 100 issues of Fantastic Four. Uh, doing the retro stuff. Comics, are, I'm going to tell you, honestly, comics are getting pretty expensive these days. Um, I mean, Some of these uh, that I'm going to talk about today, uh, like the first one, King is King in Black, Black Knight issue one, one shot. Uh, I believe has a cover price of four ninety nine. I mean, we're talking four comics for twenty dollars, folks. Uh, I am not a particularly uh, fixated on condition of comics, uh, as long as it's complete. Most of my comics aren't in bags or anything. Uh, I like reading them. I like flipping through them. Uh, some of the older stuff I do keep in bags with backing boards, of course. But I'll buy a like grade three to five. Uh, Silver Age comic books all the time, and I, I just enjoy them. They're readable, uh, they're complete. I, I picked up an issue, some like 43 Fantastic Four for something like eight dollars. Uh, just love the ads, love the letter columns, but uh, you know, for that price, I get two regular comics or a golden age vintage one. Uh, I know what I gotta choose sometimes, but. That was quite the digression to start us off. I'm here to take a look at some of the comics and uh, comic news items that are happening in the world right now. So, much like I just talked about, King in Black, Black Knight issue one uh, by Simon Spurrier and Jesus Saez was... I am a longtime Black Knight fan. I'll, I'm going to admit it right here and now. Uh, I'll go right into rehab after this and uh, work on it. But for now, I dug... Uh, Black Knight when he was back in the Avengers. Uh, that was that little... I believe that was the kind of weird area where uh, the Druid was involved with the Avengers. and it, it wasn't the the superstar Avengers, if you know what I mean. But it was during the 80s. And I found their adventures to be very fun and enjoyable. Uh, and Black Knight was one of those characters. It was just... I don't know. There's just something different about him, you know? He's just an old school sword and maybe a flying horse kind of guy. That just, uh, you know, it's a nice contrast. That's why I've all, you know, Marvel's always had that kind of, you got everyday men, you got gods, you got genetic people, you got robots. It's always been an interesting universe. And Black Knight was just one of those cogs that, was I ever, did I ever demand a monthly series of Black Knight? No, but I, I think, I think he had a, a miniseries in the, the, maybe the mid to late 80s that was pretty good, if I recall correctly. Uh, but this one shot's going to lead into another four-issue miniseries, um, I believe by the same creators. Uh, and this one's pretty good. They're fighting the, the symbiote, uh, you know, the Venom stuff that's been developing on Marvel Comics uh, crossover event. And uh, very well written. Art, I find, very nice as well. Uh, 
a touch of humor, touch of drama. Uh, I, I dug it a lot. It's a one shot. Give it a chance. Pick it up. Check it out. Uh, I am looking forward to the miniseries that follows this. Uh, and uh, I mean, Black Knight gets no love, no respect. I wonder what, how much his uh, first debut is. I just picked up the 50th anniversary of the Overstreet Guide. So I should look in that and see how much his first appearance is going for. Um, over on DC, I don't know what the hell's going on with DC, to be honest with you. Uh, they got the Justice League Snyder Cut movie coming in March, which looks really good. Uh, the DC movies are a nice, guilty pleasure for me. I find some of the Marvel stuff a little too safe, a little too sanitized, incredibly well done for the most part. But man, the DC comics are just like... Like it, they're almost like a punk rock version of uh, mainstream superhero movies, and I, I find a lot to enjoy uh, as well as criticize with the roughness of them. But uh, but the comics themselves, I can't make heads or tails out of. They're doing this two month break right now for Future Slate, which I tried to read two or three comics, and I found them boring. I did not enjoy them at all, so I kind of gave up on this. It's a two month break, and then it's going to lead off into yet another reboot of the DC Universe in Infinite Frontier. Uh, so we had, what, the New 52, then we had Rebirth, and now we have this. I mean, maybe it's been, a, it's been a couple years, but it seems like they do this every three or four years. New issue ones across the board, new layouts. I don't know. I'm kind of getting tired of it, but it is a good jumping on point. So I'm going to try some of uh, the issues. Unlike Rebirth, where they went a lot of weird stuff, you know, with monster titles and all kinds of crazy stuff you do wasn't going to last. This one it looks more focused on core properties. Uh, a lot of them have either movies or TV shows. You know, the Titans, Wonder Woman, uh, the, the marquee characters. So I'm willing to give it a shot. I mean, I, I didn't really dig the, the metal, you know, universe thing. I don't know. I just, it's tough to keep up with, with DC, what they're doing now. It's kind of like they're, they're just kind of wandering around into, uh, it's like Groundhog Day, really. You know, they're talking about, oh, this is a fresh start with, with fresh ideas for, for the, the reboot our, our classic heroes. It's like, yeah, this is like the third or fourth time I've heard this in a row. Um, but, you know, I'm here. I'll check it out. Uh, I tried, tried to find some DC comics to read this week and nothing really grabbed me because, like I said, they're in this future slate. So we'll just move back to Marvel real quick for one of the strangest titles I can't make heads or tails out of, just to give equal time to Marvel, is uh, the Avengers Mech Strike. Uh, Mech Strike. Uh, it looks like, I actually thought it was a Transformers crossover. Uh, Transformers crossing over with Back to the Future, I believe, right now. The cover, Captain America one, just reminds me of uh, Megatron, to be honest with you. But uh, the Carlos Magno art is mwah, fantastic, but the story itself is... Uh, I just don't know. Uh, it seems weird. The Avengers pretty much get all these armored suits to wear. So Thor, God of Thunder, now has a, a mech suit he can get into. It's, I, I, I don't even know. I know nothing about this comic I saw, and I was like, what the hell is this? And maybe it's a different universe. or at, it, Maybe it's aimed at the Japanese audience. I, I, I don't know. But other, other than the art, it was uh, instantly forgettable. I don't think much happened at all, except that they saw their new robot suits at the end. It was uh, kind of a drag, man. Um, <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, kind of a drag, uh, rumor is, going around the internet, that Black Adam 
is going to uh, be renamed not as Shazam, but as Shazadam. Uh, so someone evidently at DC looked at Shazam and realized that most of that could be squeezed into Shazadam uh, using Black Adam's name. Uh, I refuse to believe it because it's the stupidest thing I've heard in, wow, uh, quite some time. But, wow. I mean, that movie, Black Adam's coming out with uh, The Rock soon. And, uh, man, Shazadam. I guess, man, people... I can't make heads or tails out of what they're doing there. It really is. Um, let's talk about something positive for a few minutes. Boombox put out uh, Spectre and Spectres issue one. Uh, and it looks and reads fantastic. I really, really dug this comic. It's my pick of the week. Um, caught me completely off guard. It's about a, a group of uh, young adults. I think one of them is 15. The rest of them maybe you know, 18 to 20 who are doing an online uh, spook uh, show. You know, oh, we're going to investigate mansions and, uh, and hauntings. And the last one they did got, they, they got some, uh, you know, voices on tape as they are want to do. And uh, this issue, I'll kind of spoil it for you. Uh, one of them actually does get possessed by an actual demon. Uh, but it's very, very well written. And I, I love the art as well. The facial, uh, the way... Uh, Caitlin Musto does the, uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's it's written by Bowen McCurdy and Caitlin Musto, but the art is by uh, Bowen McCurdy. Uh, the way he conveys the art, the, the facial expressions is wonderful. I read it uh, right through, enjoyed my time with it. I'm on board with it. Um, I have a feeling this will be turned into a TV show at some point. So uh, probably put this one in plastic, you know, uh, just to be safe, but uh, I love the characters, the characterizations, the way they react to things. I found it very relatable. Uh, not sure where it's going to go, how dark it's going to get. But right now, this is a comic that like I would definitely leave on my daughter's uh, bookshelf for her to check out. Uh, very, very appealing characters. Uh, I also read a, a book by Antarctic Press, uh, Hot Valley Days and Cocaine Nights. Evidently based on a, a true story uh, from the 80s and the cocaine trade and the rock and roll business. Um, I was actually surprised how tame it was. Uh, now, some people may read this comic and think I'm insane. But I read it and felt that it was not very exciting. Uh, it, like Exciting things seem to be happening, but it doesn't seem exciting, if you know what I mean. Uh, I don't know. It seemed kind of tame. Uh, for what I was expecting, I mean, the covers are like promising the world, and then you read it, and it's like, oh, that was nice, but nothing too crazy. Um, I don't know. We'll have to find out. I, I mean, I read the first two issues. I usually don't go beyond two issues if I'm not on board. Uh, I don't know. It, it just seems too tame for me. It, it's like a, it's like a P, rated PG thirteen version. Or maybe I've just become old and jaded, and people will be like, that's a hard R. But I don't know. To me, it wasn't the uh, most exciting of comics. Um, I do have a comic next week that I got an advanced look at from Image Comics that uh, blew me away as well. Uh, I was going to talk about it this week, but it doesn't release till next week, so I'm going. To, I'll do my a more. T I'll talk a little bit more about it next week. But uh, if you see uh, Radiant Black on the newsstands next week, please check it out on your comic rack newsstands. Jesus, such a thing even possible these days. Radiant Black by Image. I'll talk more about it next week, but I got I read it already and I'm I'm ready to talk about it and I loved the issue. So look for that.
over in uh, TV and movie news, they released a, a new trailer for uh, Kong vs. Godzilla, or Godzilla vs. Kong, or whatever the hell the name of it is. And it looks mwah, phenomenal. Uh, and I'm not sure how they're going to reconcile the, the size differences. I mean, Godzilla is supposed to be ginormous. I mean, huge. You know, buildings up to his, his knees where King Kong climbs buildings. I mean, that that's a, a differential that you're going to have. You're going to be tough to... I don't know, maybe there's a story behind it, I don't know. But it's all I know is King Kong vs. Godzilla on HBO Max. I just got a new 60-something-inch TV. I'm ready for it. I got the, the surround sound beefed up. Things shake during uh, moments of tension. Uh, we're watching The Hobbit now. Uh, <clears throat> we just finished watching The Hobbit. And when uh, smog came down, it was like terrorizing The Hobbit. The, the whole house was shaking. It was phenomenal. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, HBO Max is phenomenal with the movies coming out this month. is uh, Tom and Jerry, which is stupid fun to me. I grew up watching Tom and Jerry. I'm looking forward to that. And then the Justice League cut. And then uh, the Kong Godzilla vs. Kong uh, thing. WandaVision uh, on Disney+. Plus, Absolutely perfection, in my estimated opinion. Now, they've dropped the first two episodes together, which I thought was a good idea. And if there's ever been a bigger argument for staggered release of episodes instead of binge-watching. WandaVision is the goddamn case study for it. I'm seeing video what-ifs, theories, discussions about what do you think this means? What do you think? Did you notice that? Man, if you dropped these all at once, you'd have none of those videos, none of this conversation. We'd already be on to the next thing. Instead, people are looking at it. They're analyzing it. They're enjoying it. They're re-watching episodes, looking for things. That is what you do when you're a smart media company and disney plus is a smart company they got it down netflix they're throwing money at things they drop things gone queen's gambit was hot for like a week and a half and now it's done being talked about if that was a weekly show we'd still be talking about it it'd be in the public conscience and it's it's gone now it's it's crazy but disney plus doing it smart wandavision after a slow roll the first three episodes my wife and kids were iffy on it but i have faith Disney and Marvel have shown that they know what they're doing. For uh, the newest episode, uh, where they did explained a lot of the mysteries right away, I thought some of these would last longer. Just perfection. Uh, they nailed it with Mandalorian. The Luke Skywalker appearance at the end of this uh, last episode what almost made me cry. Uh, it was phenomenal. They know what they're doing. They have my trust. And they're showing now with the newest episode just how killer this series is going to be and I thank God that they are putting them out on a weekly basis so I can watch the new rock stars breakdown of every little tidbit of easter eggs that I did not notice that I can hear theories about what's actually happening that people are discussing it people on the work chats are discussing it what do you think this means I haven't done this since lost you do not get this when you are dropped in in a binge. You know, here's the entire series at once. People binge right through it and spoil it. This was from. Can you imagine the Mandalorian if if they dropped all eight episodes at once? What a what a cluster that would be. Wandavision, Mandalorian, Disney Plus, all doing the right thing, and I love it. So that's it for this week. Check out some of these comics I talked about. Again, pick of the week for me was Spectre and Spectre issue one from Boombox. And next week, uh, keep your eye out for Radiant Black and I'll be back to talk about it soon. Thanks for listening, guys.
Thank you for listening to the First Comics News Podcast. Visit firstcomicsnews.com for all your comic news. Email us at firstcomicsnewspodcast at gmail.com.